You're listening to Bible Truth Feed, a podcast by Christadelphianvideo.org for Christadelphians and all those seeking the truth about the Bible message. Join us now as we present our latest episode. So, uh, I think this question concerns one of those things that Peter refers to in his epistle um, when he says that the Apostle Paul wrote in his epistles, according to the wisdom given unto him, some things which are hard to be understood, which they that are unlearned and unstable rest or twist. I say that because it is, firstly, hard to understand, and secondly, it has been horrifically twisted by many commentators. And I wish to state plainly that I don't think 1 Corinthians 15 is making any reference to any pagan practice, nor is the Apostle Paul allowing an unscriptural practice of people being baptised on behalf of dead relatives, because that claim simply makes a mockery of the gospel message of salvation. Now, we can only understand 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 29 by carefully unpacking the words of that verse. And that's what I'd like us to do within uh, the six and a half minutes that remain. I think we need to understand three key words from 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 29. It reads, Else what shall they do which are baptised for the dead, if the dead rise not at all? Why are they then baptised for the dead? So I think there's three words or phrases that we need to understand. Who are the they that is referred to? What does it mean by for? And who is or are the dead? So we'll take each of those in turn. The they simply refers to a class of people, a generic class of people. We've got exactly the same construction in the Greek, in verse 22, but unfortunately it's not been carried across in the King James translation. Look at verse 22. This is how the Greek reads. For as in Adam, they all die. Even so in Christ shall they all be made alive. So the construction is exactly the same when you get into verse 29. The they is a class of people who, in the context of verse 29, are baptised into Christ. If we follow the flow of thought from verse 29, we see that the argument focuses from a position of being focused out to focusing in more closely. So follow the example. We've got the they in verse 29, those who have been baptised into Christ. By the time we get to verse 30, that's narrowed in now to we. Why stand we in jeopardy? That's the Apostle Paul and all of the Apostles. And then right into specifically one person in particular, I protest by your rejoicing, which I have in Christ Jesus. I die daily. So the they, the we, the I. There is a flow of thought in the argument. So that's the they. Now, for, for the dead, for has two primary possible interpretations. It can either be for in sense of on behalf of somebody else, or it can be 
because of, by reason of, or on account of somebody else. And thankfully, we don't have to guess. Neither is it just up to our individual opinion. In technical terms, for here in the Greek is a preposition, which appears twice in verse 29, and it is in the genitive case, not the accusative case. You can go and look that up for yourself, but it is. It is in the genitive case. And what does that mean? Well, put simply, the the they are not being baptised for the benefit of others or on behalf of others. They are not being baptised for the benefit of others or on behalf of others. They are being baptised because of, by reason of, or on account of others. And this preposition is exactly the same way it's used in Mark 9 and verse 40, where it says, he that is not against us is on our part. And on this occasion in Mark 9 and verse 40, on our part is that preposition for us. So um, that leads the dead before we put it all together. So the dead in the New Testament is always plural and would be best translated as the dead ones in this form. So 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 29 cannot only or specifically be referring to the Lord Jesus Christ. The dead, then, in verse 29, refers to the faithful who are now asleep in Christ. They are the dead ones. So let's put it all together. The chapter begins in verse 1 of 1 Corinthians 15, that there's been a passing on of the gospel message by the Apostle Paul, verses 1 to 3, and by implication, by other eyewitnesses to the risen Lord, in verse 6, many of whom are alive, but some have now fallen asleep in Christ. But there's a problem in Corinth because some say, well, there's no resurrection from the dead. And this chapter uh, refutes that claim in great detail. And part of that argument causes the reader to think about the implication upon people if the dead don't rise. What's the implication? If the dead don't rise, what's the implication upon all of those who are being baptised in response to the gospel message that has been preached to them? As if they join the faithful of all the ages, many of whom are asleep in Christ. They are joining a dead Lord. They are following a dead master if the dead don't rise. What's the effect on them? Why are they being baptised to join a class of largely dead ones? More closer to home, if there's no resurrection, why, verse 30, do the apostles put themselves in jeopardy to preach the gospel message? And this picks up a section that's been dealt with in detail in 1 Corinthians 4, verses 8 to 14. Why did the apostles detail some of their jeopardy? That's there in 1 Corinthians 4, 8 to 14. And finally, why, verse 31, does the apostle Paul face death on a daily basis for the Lord Jesus Christ if there is no resurrection from the dead? And the King James margin takes you there in verse 31 back to Romans 8 and verse 26. And that cites Psalm 44. And we don't have time to do it now, but I think Psalm 44 really helps our understanding of 1 Corinthians 15 in general uh, and this section in in particular. Uh, But we'll have to save that for another time.
Thank you for joining us. We hope you found the episode helpful. Don't forget, most of these episodes are also available as videos on our video channel, cdvideo.org. So head over and take a look. If you have any comments or questions or suggestions, please get in touch or leave us a voice message. We love to hear your feedback. You can email us at btf at cdvideo.org. If you enjoyed the episode, then please share it with others. Until next time, may God bless you in your studies and your walk towards God's kingdom. Amen.